We were basically the Beatles of our time. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to Live from 45. You're with me, Chris, Ricky, hello, and James. Hello. And today we're going to be discussing music. As this is the first podcast, we're going to give you all a bit of background information about ourselves. So over to you, Ricky. So I'm studying a PhD at the University of Manchester in Martian Science. All right, mate. No need to show up. <laughs> all right, James. I'm, I'm not as exciting. Work as a supervisor in a bar and venue. All right, James. Just a bunch of shows. <laughs> um, I, Chris, I'm a social media executive. Is that it? <laughs> Is that all you do, man? Yeah, yeah. It's not like you're going to go somewhere else with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my music taste comes from my parents. I'd definitely say my dad, he, he listened to The Clash, The Ramones growing up, Oasis. Oh, wow. Yeah, really, yeah. And from that, my music taste evolved. And in 2006, when indie became a real big thing, I I guess that's where everything began for me. White Stripes was the one of the first albums I had, and Gorillas as well. Um, fair, fair. Yeah. Well, Neither of which I would class as indie. Yeah. So. <laughs> True. <laughs> fair enough. Fair. Uh, for me, I was really lucky because my parents bought me a bass guitar when I was about 13 years old. I needed it because our bassist in the band I was in at the time was leaving to America. So 13 years old nice. and that drama going on. Here, like, oh, our bassist is leaving. We need a new bassist. <laughs> so originally I was just the singer in the band. Obviously back then you couldn't class it as singing. I sang like, hey guys, how's it going? You <laughs> still sing like that. That's one of my most favourite songs. There. What was the hey. band called? Uh, Shadows on the Wall. <laughs> Because we were so like oh, yeah. deep and meaningful, yeah. And believe me, when we shout "Shadows on the Wall," <laughs> people, <laughs> they would the girls would swoon. They would be like, "Oh yeah. my god, it's Shadows on the Wall." We were basically the Beatles of our time. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I was lucky. My parents got me this bass guitar, and my brother played drums as well. So it meant I could jam with him at home. So I was surprised they got them because they're loud instruments. But mm. not complaining. Yeah. I'm still playing it now, obviously. So. That's how I got into music, really. Yeah. Uh, music you listen to as well. But. So my music really was different than everyone else's I hung out with. So as you know, I'm really into metal and stuff like that. But my parents always listened to music, which I found is not common with a lot of parents. Yeah. But I think with you guys, they do mm. listen to music. But yeah, I remember one of the most iconic moments with music from when I was younger was my dad used to listen to music when he was playing computer games at night time. Okay. I remember one time... What, what kind of games did he play? So, well, there's, there's one time okay. my mum put us to bed and me and my brother got up in the middle of the night and went over to watch my dad playing games and he was playing a game called Quake, yeah, which is like a first-person sh- yeah. shooter like game. Yeah, it was kind of like Doom, yeah, and you'd shoot monsters, basically. And he was listening to music like Marvin Gaye, <laughs> <laughs> while walking around shooting these monsters in the face. That's, that's a very sexual... Yeah. I think uh, your dad yeah. is a psychopath. <laughs> I'm loving it. I think it sounds great. And that's why I'm very confused now about what sexuality is. <laughs> Can't get a reaction about listening to Marvin Gaye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sounds of people dying. As <laughs> uh, so I guess with me, um, like my mum... I did listen to like lots of music, but I didn't really appreciate it um, until I was much older. So for me, I kind of discovered my own music taste. Uh, There's a guy that I used to go to school with who tried to get me into hip hop. And okay. I just didn't really gel with it at the time. Mm, mm. And then I happened to be walking through a market in Coventry mm. and heard this incredible sound, the guitar, drums, yeah, it was yeah. just like, just got me. And it was Arctic Monkeys. A bit of good in the dance floor. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, 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 from nice. that point, I, I just kind of, yeah, but it just like awoke something in me. It sounds okay. so weird. Yeah. But it did, just something clicked. And I was like, this is what I've been looking for. This is what I wanted to listen to. Yeah. So then after that, I just kept finding all these small, like indie bands at the time, like the Kooks. Mm. And mm-hmm. You know, you know, those scene yeah. in religious films where the light shines down yeah, from yeah, the heavens. Yeah, yeah. That's how I'm imagining you, you stood in this market street. Yeah. With yeah. Alex Turner dropping the demo in my hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On his knees. And people like, <laughs> that's how I used to make money back there. <laughs> 
<laughs> Neil Jones. I didn't suck <laughs> dick in fucking when I was 15. That's Jesus. not what I was saying. Oh, it was what I was insinuating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly how I got my pick <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that was how I uh, discovered music. But then later on, I kind of, my mum, I went from my mum's uh, record collection not that long ago. Yeah. And discovered her music taste was incredible. Like okay. the Smiths, uh, the Jam, the Cure. But she didn't really tell me yeah, yeah. that she liked those kind of bands, yeah. which is quite hard to hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the time, did you have the appreciation for it though? Because I know a lot of people will go against what their parents do just to be against what well, their parents do. at the time, my mum didn't really listen to never played that kind of music. She just kind of played like, uh, take that. and mm. Like yeah. chart stuff. Yeah, yeah, which I yeah, actually yeah. do kind of have more of appreciation for now. But mm. there's one band, The Beautiful South, that I actually really did enjoy listening to mm. and kind of has that nostalgia feel okay. for me. Fair, that's cool. Mm. Similar to you, Ricky, I got into music through learning an instrument. Mm. I remember before I picked up a guitar in, in school, my music teacher came up to me and this is when, you know, you choose your three subjects that yeah. you want to further study. My music teacher said to me, don't pick music. You will never be able to play a musical instrument in your life. Wow. Holy shit. I know. What so, was that based on though? Um, I was pretty sure the recorder. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So I went and bought a guitar and learned it. And, that, and from there. I, it, See, I, I had a friend that had a similar thing, but they went to learn guitar and then the teacher showered at them. So they never, but they never picked it up. Because oh, he just shouted That's weird. No, that it yeah. encouraged me to do it. Yeah. I mean, when I was starting out, I remember going into a music shop mm. and for the first time picking up an electric guitar, you know, when you go ask them if you can play it. Yeah, yeah. It's like this great thing you put on all the distortion and everything. Yeah, yeah. But because I was learning a new, I only knew two things, which was the importance of being idle, duh, 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 by Oasis. Yeah, yeah. And James Blunt, you're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy came up to me and went, what are you playing there, mate? And I was like, um, nothing. Anyway, <laughs> is that James Blunt? Fucking hell. Did he, he, walked out, yeah. he walked down the stairs. And I was like, I'm never playing that again. In fairness, though, he knew the song, so he's just yeah, as yeah. Yeah. I knew he's the, just as You played it a while if you managed to guess the song. Yeah, but yeah. I still hear him doing it all the time, just saying, You're beautiful. It's <laughs> <laughs> about the guitar. Just yeah. it that would have been better, Chris. By the way, you... the distortion is still on. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better if you turned and looked at him and <laughs> just started going, You're beautiful. <laughs> Obviously, the people you hang out with have a big influence on what music you listen to. So, you know, at school, did you guys listen to the music your friends listened to or or not? Yeah, to a certain degree, but not massively. I mean, people in school are still developing their own music taste mm. and it changes all the time. See, for me, like when I started listening to Arctic Monkeys, I then made friends with people that listen to them as well. Okay, we kind of like share bands and stuff mm. and the group of friends that I made that I'm still friends with now mm. is because of that the music that we like and we still go to festivals and stuff the Arctic Monkeys brought you all together basically yeah the Literally. Arctic Monkeys fan club <laughs> we spend a lot of time uh, with my friends listening to music and one of my friends we used to go around to his house all the time yeah and we play random songs I think we used to listen to uh, we used to do this thing called the 30 second challenge okay where you put on a song and yes. you have 30 seconds to shower that song. What? Yeah, it's like really weird. You and your friends, crazy. Oh. And then we touch each other. Um, Surely should have done the other way around. That's got nothing to do with the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of fun and games. And, yeah. um, you know, just be fair, like, you put the song, like, whoever got the, everyone pick a short song. Yeah. And whoever got the shortest song, you had to, that amount of time to, like, shower. But surely you would know how long you, your song But then was. if you didn't, like, do it in enough time, yeah. there was, like, a switch on the outside, which, make the shower go cold okay so then you'd lose it's a weird game this is weird no i feel like people will be doing at these parties yeah, and everything yeah. now yeah we should we should patent that game we should yeah. the shower challenge what did you call it the shower, the shower challenge. challenge yeah um you guys didn't have very challenging life did you if that counts as a challenge to you <laughs> we used to, we used to bored we do weird things um and i used to i always remember we used to listen to falls um, yeah. in my friend's room as well and uh, he had a really low ceiling and mm. i'm quite tall and I just used to, we used to punch the ceiling. <laughs> listen to folds. Why? Just because we could, we just felt like it. Well, I, <laughs> which it. Actually, the other night you brought a girl back and I could hear you punching the ceiling. 
But there was no falls play. Oh, there's no girl either. It's just me. <laughs> <on> my, <laughs> my, my, my girl is ch- curl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Listening weird. to falls, my number. <laughs> and it wasn't a music playing either. Yeah. Oh, right. Just, just yeah. the sound. And, I, and I've got really high ceilings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that question actually leaves more questions than, yeah. than anything. That's why I am a big enigma. <laughs> <laughs> I think because of my music taste, uh, because it's like metal and stuff like that, I very rarely meet people who are into the same music as me. So at school, my music was far from anything my friends yeah, listened yeah. to. Mm. But it was funny because we'd all hang out at my house. So I'd full reign over all the music we'd <laughs> listen to. So I just put a system of a down on the whole time. And people are like, Ricky, your music is shit. Why do we keep coming here? Yeah. <laughs> it's like all the time. And I just be like, yeah, it is shit, but it's my You house. will like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get the fuck out, Greg. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who's Greg? Why is he? I actually do have a best friend called Greg. Do you? Yeah. Oh, he was the drummer in the band I played at school with. I yeah. the wall. did not actually know that. Yeah. I wanted him to leave to America, but he wouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we keep saying Shadows in the Wall, hopefully we can get a reunion tour. Well, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Well, you have to pay us royalties every time you mention <laughs> that's, that's so thing that you release no music you copyrighted the, the name. name shadows on the wall yeah <laughs> um but yeah so for my friends they didn't listen to the same music as me um so it means that i wasn't really influenced by other people's music which is i guess maybe slightly surprising mm. but it meant when i met someone who did have the same music taste as me i would be like whoa this is amazing i finally mm. met someone with a similar music taste to me i still find that slightly in the sense that obviously indie music is quite like a big genre yeah like a lot of people like it yeah. but there's certain bands that only i i know few people that like them and yeah. stuff it's because you're such a hipster, I'm such a hipster. That's why. if only two yeah. people have heard of them then i don't want to know yeah. about somehow it. you'll have like the recordings of them playing in the like garage somehow you'll have that yes somehow <laughs> <laughs> i find them before they even know they're in a band yeah. <laughs> you hear their songs before they've written i walk them. into <laughs> i walk into music shops and find kids playing your beautiful guitar one big thing for me though that kept me in music was um when i went to one of our first gigs we played so i must have been 14 we were shit like really shit and the the lady who was there organizing the night came up to me afterwards though and she went you got a really powerful voice you should keep on practicing and obviously i didn't really have a powerful voice but it really influenced me to carry on going as I got older. And even now yeah. I sort of still obviously think about it. So Yeah, that's nice though. I mean yeah. we've we've all played uh, gigs right in some capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that's quite like interesting. Not many people get to do that. Some people want to. I mean I mm. I played bass, so I wouldn't say necessarily that wild, but I've been in bands. I remember one of my first gigs we ever played was in this small uh like bar in Coventry. Mm-hmm. And we we were kind of practicing like a couple of weeks and then the singer in the band went, all right, I've got us a gig. Yeah. And we were like, yeah. we're not ready. Yeah, like, yeah. Why have you done this? We're <laughs> yeah. not ready. We need more time. But no, no, it's fine. We'll do it. Yeah. All right, cool. We've only got two songs. It's like, all right, the rest will have to be covered. <laughs> okay, well, what should we cover? It's like, oh, should we do something James simple? James Blunt, you're beautiful. <laughs> you're beautiful. Like, over and over. Let's do it twice. Once <laughs> <laughs> we start, once we finish. Yeah. Again for the encore, <laughs> and she was like, "I oh, should do like the Kinks, like the like, the undertone, yeah, yeah. something mm-hmm. easy." Yeah, yeah. No, let's do a cover of Akon Smack That <laughs> <laughs> and Doctor Dre. The next episode, <laughs> you actually did, that. but then the singer didn't want to sing the Akon lyric, so it just became two instrumentals because <laughs> he thought he might get in trouble for hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny! <laughs> wow. What uh, were you guys called as a band? Okay, so it's a really shit band name. Uh, okay. It's called uh, Norse Saga. Norse. 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 Is that like the Norse Nordic gods? Dog, yeah, dogs. Yeah, yeah. Nordic <laughs> dogs. That'd be a better name. Nordic, Nordic dogs. dogs would be a great name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's in a band called Norse Saga. And then later on, I was in a grunge band uh, called Seasons Die, wow. who are now called Kirikai, who are still going. They're still actually. together. Yeah, wow, yeah, yeah, they're wow. still going. Yeah. That's cool. Fair. I, I can beat yours? both of you guys yeah, about okay. band names. So there's one thing you should never do is allow your bandmates to pick the band name while you're not, let, okay. you're not there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was like, you go for it. I'm happy with whatever you pick. Yeah. I know you'll pick something good. <laughs> the, best thing, I, the best thing they could come up with was... 
And I'm jo- not joking, this is what they... Yeah. Neil, your room is on fire. <laughs> who's, Why? Who's Neil? Yeah. Which one was Neil? I, no, none of us were called Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Neil died in the fire. Yeah. Was I mean, that something they used to say a lot? Yeah. Is it a, brand, a famous catchphrase? Very yeah. specific, yeah. too long, and it's weird. Too long. Why is it... Like, why is it on fire? I don't know. Too I mean, many questions are raised. Yeah. Did you did you play as a band on, under that name? Then? No, I quit. Okay. <laughs> they, they told me and I was like, yep, see it. The, la- the second band I was in was called Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto? Yeah. Uh, that's a Jedi, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I asked yeah. them why and they're like, it's a, it's a Jedi. I was going to say, it's quite yeah. a cool name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what kind of music? So that was indie pop, acoustic-y, yeah, yeah, Mm. quite cool. Because sometimes the name of the band kind of dictates what you can play. Like Dragon Force, they have to play that genre of music, you know, and System of a Down have to play heavy metal, it's got to be. It was like Seasons Die, we were like a grunge band. Exactly. We needed to have that kind of, I think we chose that name because we wanted something Mm. that kind of summed up the scene that we were in. fair enough. Uh, What was interesting about that band is that we were too heavy for the indie bands and not heavy enough for the metal bands. Oh, what? You mean when you were trying to get gigs? Yeah, it's a really weird place like to be in between. Do you think you could have a band that does the opposite of that? A band name, as in their their name doesn't relate in any way to their music. Yeah, I don't know. I think it becomes a problem though. Well, oh well, yeah. Nirvana though was ironic, wasn't it? It was a brilliant name, absolutely brilliant name. Yeah. But I guess in the sense, because it's grunge, their name being ironic works really well. I think with names though, it's like after a while whatever you do becomes synonymous with it anyway so, yeah, that's yeah. Good point. I mean, so what like, makes a good band name that's such like a hard question it is, um, yeah. because a lot of the time they're just ridiculous uh, words or statements yeah. that just mm-hmm. happen to become mean something because of the band yeah, I mean, yeah. like Arctic Monkeys see to me yeah. that's a terrible name yeah, yeah, yeah. but well, because they're famous yeah. it works yeah. so well and also like Red Hot Chili Peppers I think that's an awful name yeah. but it's synonymous yeah with their music yeah. now so, yeah, I guess you're right. It, the, the music is genred under the name of the band, basically. Mm. Yeah. Because we've only, we only think of like the Beatles being like that kind of music. Because mm. there was other bands around the time, like the Hollies mm. and stuff that had those similar kind of names. So okay. that kind of worked in that yeah, respect. Yeah. But then like the Rolling Stones, they were called that because of um, Muddy Waters and like they're really influenced by oh, okay. R&B and mm. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of is a little bit different mm. to the mm. sound they went into anyway. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. Did you guys get paid for the gigs you did? Uh, we got paid in beer. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's yeah. that's better than me because I didn't get paid. Uh, for, well, yeah, because you left the band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took mean, everything you... with me though. <laughs> we we had one gig where uh, it was in like quite a big uh, club in Coventry called mm. the Casbah. Um, where we right, uh, had to sell cars, but, yeah, yeah. with the Clash we're playing <laughs> um, we had to like uh, sell our own tickets yeah, yeah, um, yeah but we didn't sell that many but we didn't the guy had a massive go at us because we yeah. didn't think we needed to oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah. didn't think you needed to sell them you know, in, like, we were supporting uh, a band it wasn't like our headline show yeah. we just yeah. thought like we'd try and sell them if yeah, we could yeah, we could, yeah. yeah but he was like you needed to sell this much yeah. well he makes commission from it that's yeah. why he'd be annoyed it's yeah. just kind of like hard to tell Mm. I, but it means quite did you get paid yeah the most I ever got paid was well we played at the Academy 3 in Manchester which isn't bad no, it's good. and um, we sold 80 tickets which is not bad you think yeah, about yeah, it really like it took a lot of hard work to sell them mm. and they were to people we knew or friends of a friend yeah, yeah. Uh, which is basically bad because you don't actually make a wider audience you know what I mean mm. you're just people you already know yeah see that's my problem with gigs like that when you're given this opportunity to play somewhere mm. um, like Academy 3s and stuff you are just going to have to go to the audience that you've got at the time which usually will be your friends, friends it's not exactly. going to yeah. be yeah, that yeah. wide yeah um, I mean did you have any um, obviously probably not but have you ever any like people from labels or anything not that I know of or they didn't make they didn't make us aware of their appearance <laughs> do you ever see a guy stood in the suit at the back shaking, shaking his, his head. head yeah <laughs> what is this this will never work yeah. how much did you get paid he's Chinese for a start so we got paid like a hundred quid I think for that each uh, no no between yeah. the three of us I've only ever been in three pieces because you yeah. get a bigger cut <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, we've got the choice. Either make better music with another person in the band yeah. or make more money, exactly. you know, an extra, like, three mm. quid. That's 100, 100 quid. Do you know how much uh, the Libertines got paid to reform for Red and Leeds? How much? £250,000 each. Wow, wow, we wow. Wow. How many of them are in the band? Uh, four. See, if there were three people. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the yeah. guitarist. Yeah, Someone dude. should have told them. <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting now is that a lot of uh, bands don't necessarily have to gig as much uh, when they start off. Okay. I believe, from what I've seen, uh, like back in the day, you'd have oh, to... Oh, you mean as in order to get yourself known? Recognised, yeah. yeah, yeah. To fly, like, you'd have, mm. Back in the day, you'd have to gig, like have an A&R, a like, mm. label representative come and watch you. Yeah, yeah. And then try and get a deal that way. Whereas now, I guess a lot of people probably look at um, social media presence and YouTube to yeah. actually find bands that way mm-hmm. rather than... Because I, I doubt you find labels at gigs. Mm. Well, for, like, for instance, I know this isn't a band or some people would argue it isn't an artist, but Justin Bieber was discovered just over YouTube, wasn't he? Which of is, course, which yeah. Is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. By Usher, right? Yeah. And then Usher adopted him. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird because normally white people adopt black people. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great, great change, right? <laughs> Quality. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's, that is what's interesting, just how kind of technology has changed the way that like the music industry is doing things itself. But you still need to make money from gigging because that's where, for like bands anyway, where the money comes from. Is that because of streaming and stuff like that now? Yeah. Um, like it's interesting, the band, the Maccabees, they've just split up. Okay. Um, they've just done a farewell tour, even though they had, I think, a number one album last year. Okay. Their fourth album. Yeah. But you actually don't make that much money from... From selling... Uh, yeah, I think it's 150... Uh, plays on Spotify or like a streaming service yeah. contributes to one place in the chart that's like to oh, uh, okay right. the chart. it's good they do that but yeah, yeah. it's a bit crazy but then exactly. also that money won't go like to them or be split with the label like exactly yeah, like, yeah I didn't think pay. about that whereas with gigging most of the money will go to them yeah say apart from the crew and stuff mm-hmm, as well mm-hmm. Well, I personally, I love gigging. Like, that's one of the reasons I love playing in a band. Obviously, it's very different for me because uh, we feel honoured when we get to play somewhere. Yeah. Whereas it's the other way around when you become famous, really, is in, like, people want you to play at their venue. So it surprises me when bands don't want to gig. I yeah. know what you mean, yeah. Bon, bon Iver, he's someone that just doesn't want to do anything. Yeah, yeah I think a lot sometimes Rightly people... So, yeah invest so much in like the album mm. and crafting that that they don't necessarily want to mm. show it like put it out there it's mm, so yeah. personal to them sometimes yeah and also I think sometimes people don't want to be famous yeah like, yeah. Yeah, yeah they want to be Which an artist is, that yeah. let people hear their music like John Frusciante from yeah. the Red Hot Chili Peppers he left because he didn't like being famous yeah yeah like he loved making music, yeah. but he didn't enjoy the fame behind and, it. And a lot of them, just because you're incredibly talented, doesn't mean you can deal with the nerves. Like Adele, that's true. Yeah. Like she like incredibly bad nerves, like yeah, anxiety yeah. going on really? stage. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like really bad. She always like How got she on it. Oh. Um, I think she just kind of had to get over it. Just okay, for, yeah, because. Yeah. Obviously, there there is a money factor because you are going to make a lot of money by yeah. selling upwards of a hundred pounds. Have <laughs> tickets, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere, like really high bands can do that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, like Metallica probably make about hundred quid for a show. You know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> just hundred pound. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like you sell in hundred pound a ticket. That's yeah. like you're gonna be like, okay, the money, the, the mm. label are gonna push you to yeah. play live. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then also the fans, you do want to experience live music is one of the best things like mm-hmm. I've, I've I experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Although, do you find sometimes you've seen bands where you've been really, really let down by their like live performance? Well, I think you feel deceived to an extent when mm. you see a band live and they're not what they sound like on their album. Mm. So, for instance, I, I love System of a Down, as I said, but I've, I've recently seen videos of them playing live this year, 2017, and Serge just doesn't sound like like he does on the yeah. albums anymore. And I get they're getting older now and stuff yeah. like that, but it does. I think it makes you sad. And it also makes you feel a bit peeved off because yeah. you feel like there's some kind of backstage yeah. trickery going on when they're recording the album. Mm. Do you remember, James, when we went to see Django Django? Yeah. And <laughs> I I really like this band. I, I, you know, they released two albums. I thought they were great. But once I heard them live, you couldn't tell the difference between the songs off the first album and the second album as though they're exactly the same. Nothing had changed. Okay. It was right. just... 
repetitive and boring and no one was enjoying it. And yeah, the yeah. problem was it sounded like the album. It sounded like you were listening to yeah, the, the album. album. There wasn't okay. With no it, yeah. communication or them just chatting. Yeah, yeah it was just, weird. The stage presence wasn't like that no, great. Yeah. And that is another issue. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can sound too much like the album. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, now yeah, I can't yeah. listen to them. Like, which is crazy. See, that's kind of an extreme your music case. would have yeah. that effect on people. Well, I, and it's also strange that because that's the opposite effect they'd want to have. They'd yeah. want someone to come to the gig and then want to hear more of those yeah. stuff. But, but I haven't listened to them since. Since, yeah. yeah. So I sometimes like going to uh, like gigs. If I've seen a band, like if they've released a new album and they're touring off the back of it, I might not listen to that album that much until mm-hmm. I've seen them live. Okay. Because yeah. I think it can take on a new aspect for me. Yeah, I get what you mean there. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. My favourite venue in the whole of Manchester is Deaf Institute. And for those of you who don't know what Deaf Institute is, it's a music venue in Manchester. It's a really small room, very everyone's small deaf. stage. Where everyone's, it's music for deaf Every people. Every time I go there, there's a, there's a band playing, not huge, but because it's so small and so close, it's just so much... Intimate, it's an yeah, intimate environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy, and you can actually... Get up close to the musicians. It's real vibey, isn't it? Make them real <laughs> Play another song. Yeah. <laughs> you shit. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. <laughs> Christian shouting, you shit at this band, and then turning around going, oh, it's so vibey in here. Yeah, it's so vibey. These guys are great. Yeah. Um, see, mine, um, my favourite venue in Manchester, if we go around this way, mm, is yeah. uh, Albert Hall, uh, okay. um, which is owned by the same company that own Deaf and Street but it's like a much bigger venue so like mm. an old mm-hmm. uh, like church you always got out do Chris don't you I do, yeah. I do. it's a Every bigger time. venue it's vibier <laughs> yeah it's more vibes <laughs> you can stand far back and shout with people um, but like it's an old church and it just changes the way that you can that you see a band mm. sometimes yeah yeah like certain bands work really well there certain yeah. bands not maybe not mm. as much but it can just elevate it so much mm the settings that you play yeah. can be can mean so much and That's I think true. we're talking about Bon Iver that I think we're talking about he doesn't tour as much mm. like the place he picks are quite obscure yeah. and I think that might be because he picks the venues rather than just trying to do a tour oh, exactly yeah, I go yeah. Yeah, yeah. because one of like don't want to slag anyone off but I'm going to a venue <laughs> that I don't like in Manchester is Manchester Academy okay because I find that it's oh, just... Because I played in Academy 3. Exactly. Now yeah, you yeah. fucking hate it. No, yeah. Academy 3 is great. <laughs> Mate, but... someone shouted at us, you're shit. And then I heard him turn around and go, it's behind me. It's behind me. Let's go to Death Institute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, my problem with, Acad- with the Academy is that it's just too big and there's not much personality to it. Yeah, I go, yeah it's just a big room. Yeah, it's, like, it? it's like, like being in a hangar. It's yeah. Like, no, it's okay. Like, like yeah. you just kind of lose something. Mm. That kind of so you know you're saying that the vibe sorry, I keep on saying <laughs> that vibe. word but the feeling you get at the mm. venue uh, changes how you feel about the gig itself yeah, yeah. do you think artists therefore change their set list for what venue they're going to be playing at so like for a festival compared yeah. to a big uh, gig venue they yeah. must change what set they're going to play surely I'm not, I'm not sure. Well, I, I guess it's all subjective to the band yeah. and what they want to do but uh, yeah. in most cases I've seen people search set lists from yeah the gig the night before in Birmingham. Yeah, and it'd be exactly it's the exact same. same yeah, yeah. Uh, Most bands will do um, a tour, like a, a set list. For like, the tour. For the tour, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, whereas other bands will do, like Block Party did a, do a different set every day. Oh, okay. Which I think is really interesting. Yeah. And they also will play different songs for festivals mm. because I remember seeing an interview with Kelly where he said mm. that um, they'll only play So Here We Are in festivals usually. Because it's a festival yeah. song. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, yeah. So they do kind yeah. of take that into consideration yeah. what kind of uh, crowd they've got as well. Yeah. I think yeah. if they've got like a really um, intense, fiery crowd, they'll mm. play the heavier songs. Oh, yeah, if it's enough. a crowd that's a bit yeah. more subdued. That's good. That's clever, yeah, that they can work like that as well. Mm. Uh, I have to admit, I do think it's good that they do that. They change their set list each time they play. But at the same time, I can see a problem with it. Okay. And that being, you might go to a gig the day before and they not play the songs you want them to play. And then the next day they play the songs you'd want to hear. Oh, yeah. but I find so it's not the same experience yeah. for each audience. Yeah, but I, I like that aspect a bit because yeah. I kind of, if I see a band live... Sometimes I like it that much that I might want to see them again on the same tour, mm, mm. but I wouldn't necessarily want to see the same set list. Yeah, fair I enough, get yeah. another. I can go again and go. Oh, this mm. is completely different. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the weirdest gig you guys have been to? Have you got? Have you got one that you? Because it's going to take me a minute to think of it. 
Well, do you remember when we went to see the Pizza Underground? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> for those at home that don't know who the Pizza Underground are... It I is feel a, like everyone uh, will know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a, a Velvet Underground cover band okay. about pizzas uh, with Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone. Yeah. You're joking. On percussion. Yeah. Yeah. As a grown man. Yeah. As a grown man. Yeah. Not as a child. He's, like not, he's, he's not progressed in age. He's still just tricks I, people. Though. So he's just I, stands on stage. Yeah. This has never happened to me before. I've never gone to a gig and that band has been booed off stage. Oh, did they have? They got booed off. So every in in between every song, yeah. they were stopping the music and yeah. telling pizza-related jokes. Incredible. And great. someone threw something on stage. I think was it a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> it was a 12-inch margarita. <laughs> <laughs> they, they only wanted 16-inch pizza. Yeah. Yeah. furious. And no. Well, those people were like, so it was part of a festival, a Dot Dot Festival, and obviously the fact that McCauley Culkin was there meant that a lot of people just went for that. They did yeah. see him, yeah, yeah. And it did mean there were a lot of dickheads there. Okay. And in between every song, people were shouting Kevin, which is his character <laughs> yeah. from Home Alone. Yeah. Kevin! <laughs> um, in case you don't know what it sounds like when someone shouts the word yeah. Kevin. Now they know. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's like they were there. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, they're on stage, the band were playing pizza-related mm. things. Uh, they played, um, like, pizza boxes. <laughs> yeah, because there was a Domino's across the road yeah. to the venue, which weren't up early. They sponsored yeah. it. And then they, <laughs> they played pizza boxes and played such songs as instead of waiting for the man yeah. by Velvet Underground, waiting for the delivery man. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's not even clever. Yeah, waiting for um, my pizza. Uh, how long did it take them to play the song? Thirty-five <laughs> <laughs> minutes. They had to prepare yeah. it. Yeah. To make sure it's got the quality control. Um, and McCauley Culkin stood there. He's playing like kazoo and like a few like kind of percussion instruments and someone threw something at the stage we got a bit annoyed and then I think it was their last song someone went to like jump on stage and grab him and just went fuck this which is I think understandable I remember we went with like me Chris and our other friend um, Jerome who uh, they our manager our manager (laughs) the podcast our sound guy shout out to Jerome in the house Uh, um, Jerome writes the scripts for all of yeah. these podcasts. Are the levels all right? Yeah, we've got, got the thumbs up. I can up. see you looking at me, Jerome. Yeah. Got a thumbs up from Jerome on the levels. Yeah. And uh, he, I don't know about you, what you thought about it, Chris, but um, Jerome is very upset at the show. He just said it was shit. Just yeah, didn't yeah. like it. Whereas mm. I, being a, uh, an art student at the time, quite liked it as a performance. I didn't enjoy it and I wouldn't recommend it, but I wanted it to carry on. Yeah, fair you enough. Yeah. It was like watching a car crash happen in front of you. Did people clap after they played the songs or was it just like... No, they booed. Boot, oh, yeah, really? People booed. Just people yeah. didn't know what they were watching. Yeah, yeah fair and enough. And I think it was from this, like... I think he lives in New York now and it was this kind of yeah. weird, wanky, pretentious New York oh, idea okay. of something. And I think when they... Brought it to a British audience, it wasn't. It didn't exactly. work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So people were like, boo! It's vibey in here. <laughs> I saw Tame Impala last year. One of my favourite bands. Love them, amazing. And I was with a girl at the gig who's a friend. Ooh, ooh, friend! <laughs> <laughs> and. I remember her turning to me and going, oh, someone spilled a drink on my jacket. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. She's like, feel it. And I was like, okay. Went to smell it to see what it was. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, someone had been fucking sick on a jacket. Oh, oh no. Oh, but yeah. I thought you were going to say it was piss. No, oh, even worse. Shit. Oh, that is how you don't start a gig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah, that is horrible. Yeah. That is the problem with gigs. I mean, I've been to quite a few where my, uh, like with my cousins. Mm. I went to one in... Coventry the enemy and my cousin got pissed all down her leg no. or someone pissed on her no, she pissed herself yeah, no, oh, she, no, no, someone, someone pissed on her leg surely wow. you know someone was pissing oh did she move it feels like uh, I think or it was did like, she embrace it I think it was one of those where they filled, put it in a cup and then spilled it on her uh, uh, you just you don't always know yeah. you know, so many people are you know like, people pissing weird, to like the bottles there yeah I don't have that accuracy with my penis yeah mine, <laughs> mine isn't fit like, <laughs> I don't think they put it in like a hose, James. Uh, don't feed it into the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> right in. Yeah. Why's got too much space? Uh, <laughs> it's weird though because the toilets are two minutes away. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can. Although, if you're in you've like the middle spot. of the crowd, yeah. kind yeah. of, you've got your spot. Yeah. I, well, I mean, really we've know. all done it at festivals. 
well, pissed on someone. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that's the place for it, isn't it? Yeah. Why do, we, why do we go to festivals? <laughs> and, you know, festivals is the place where people tend to throw piss a lot as well. Mm. Yeah. Which is quite horrible. We've been talking about piss for quite a while. Quite a long time. <laughs> it's, been, it's been weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was speaking to me the festivals. Um, have you guys been to loads of festivals I've been, I've been to, to a few I definitely haven't been to as many as you guys have. Yeah. like I've been to Glastonbury Leeds Festival Park Life the best ones yeah, yeah. I really need to go to download because that's what my music yeah, taste why is why haven't you been I just never had anyone to go with see that's funny because I've been to download twice what yeah it's like so I've been to festivals every year uh, since I was 16 Ooh, yeah. me. so about 9 years now show my age oh. and, um, you don't look a day over 25 James <laughs> 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 um, good uh, yeah so like first because like, I was really into that kind of music I've not really I've tried to pretend I'm yeah. really indie yeah. uh, but now like I love like um, emo uh, I say emo like brand new pop punk okay um, yeah, yeah. Like rock, Deftones are still one of my mm-hmm. favorite bands. One of the best bands Big I've seen fan. live as well. Actually, yeah. Yumi at six. Yeah, always. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't not get enough Yumi at six. I actually did see them at download. Oh, really? um, yeah, so I went to download uh, two years in a row, um, and the first year, it's the second year actually, we'll go first. I saw Slipknot. Wow, headlining. It must have been incredible. It was yeah. an incredible oh, yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, Motley Crue, <laughs> which was great. Yumi Six were there at that point as well. Yeah. And Shikari. Yeah. And I got my wallet robbed. And Shikari. Well, what do you expect? And I was really annoyed. Shikari going. Well, yeah, but it was like great. Like it was really good. Everyone was going crazy, like yeah. jumping in the air. And I lost my wallet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I see someone's handed it in to like lost and found. Yeah. And they had. They'd handed my wallet. No in. way. And but they'd taken all the cash out of it, obviously. Yeah, and all yeah, that was yeah. left was a solitary condom. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which you didn't actually have there no, in the first place. They, they left it there. <laughs> they 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 used, used it and put it back in. Not again. And then the first the first year I went to download, uh, the lineup was the headliners were the offspring. Yeah. Kiss. Wow. Who wow. Were, like yeah. actually incredible. Wow. Like, even though they can be Gene Simmons can be a bit of a wanker. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know this, he's trying to uh copyright or patent the devil horns what? side at the moment, yeah. He's so what people would have to pay for it. Yeah, they, yeah, if they it. used it, yeah, because he's well, not got a lot going on. Yeah, well, now, yeah, yeah it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. and be an incredible show, like just they put on such they had all them like makeup on the yeah, suits yeah. and then they Paul Stanley flew effectively or like uh, obviously not in real life or very <laughs> from the stage into like a podium in the middle no I, I think he does do he that actually yeah he actually yeah, flies yeah. Yeah. he's managed to work out he did that before he joined the band <laughs> <laughs> no, like, well, we should put this to good use yeah, exactly, yeah. he's like it. I have no purpose for this <laughs> get down from there Paul yeah. um, and then the other headliner were uh, a little a little band kind of fallen from grace called Lost Prophets. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they headline download. Wow! Yeah. You know what's really fucked up? I've actually seen them quite a few times, and I was young at the time. And it kind of offends me because I was there, and I swear the lead singer didn't look at me once. Like what a bastard! And he didn't succumb to my advances, <laughs> so it really lowered my self esteem. Fuck it up. Uh, but yeah, so then after that, went from Dallas, did Leeds, uh, Latitude. Uh, me and Chris went to Nos Alive in Portugal. Okay, mm, cool. which yeah. is a great festival. I think European festivals are a good way forward as well. Very different. Yeah, it's very over different. Here. And what aspect? I don't know if that's just because subconsciously I'm thinking no one around me is English. Yeah. But it... And you were speaking maybe yeah. Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Which would have been a bit of <laughs> just saying that to people, yeah. You know what's happening. But that didn't sound anything like Portuguese, <laughs> exactly. That's that sounded like if it. you were trying to be racist towards Italian. <laughs> that was my favorite yeah. kind of racism. Um, yeah, it was a weird festival, I think, because as well, it was a great festival, oh, but it was, it was different. Yeah. To, it's, yeah. a, it's a weird vibe, yeah. Um, weird vibes. And uh, we didn't, because we didn't camp either, we used like an Airbnb, okay. So it kind of takes See, away to from me. Society. I'm going to sound like an old man here, but that is ideal for me. Yeah, no, it, I think it is. I won't say it's yeah. way forward as well. It's only that festival was like 90 euros. Oh, wow. Really it's so cheap. Yeah. The whole thing. Three. And you know, and it's, it's 83 pence to the euro at the moment. Tame Parlour, Bulls, Arcade Fire, Radiohead, wow. Radiohead uh, Wolf Alice. <laughs> you you yeah. couldn't even hide the disdain for Radiohead. Uh, uh, yeah, he sounded angry yeah, when you said I'm, that. I'm not a huge fan of Radiohead. Uh, yeah. They. 
Yeah. See, I, I loved it, I thought it was. But mm. music's subjective, so it's, it's fine. Because yeah. It's because we just listened to Tame Falls and then yeah. Tame Impala. And it, then Radiohead, yeah. It, isn't after it? each other. Yeah. And then Radiohead, so it built up to this huge climax and, and then it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. I think the, the interesting thing about Radiohead as well is like talking about band set lists and how they kind of engineer them towards festivals mm. and the crowds they watch. Radiohead don't do that okay. at yeah. all. Yeah. They don't play for like the common person they mm. play for themselves oh, and for Radiohead fans yeah. so they released a new album uh, Moonshake Ball and they just played a lot of tracks off that yeah. and then eventually finished with Creep and Carmen yeah, so everyone had to stay there just for the one song <laughs> they know yeah, yeah, and they yeah. played it at the end and they actually did <laughs> like have, a reward for actually listening listen to it yeah. <laughs> I actually haven't played that song for like 12 years so it yeah. was kind of lucky yeah. you, you yeah. could go to a radio I, I well, went and sat down and had a sandwich yeah. <laughs> James you say lucky but that's like saying, oh, he hasn't killed anyone for four years and <laughs> then he pretty, killed you. You're lucky that he did that. that. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, no, that's fair enough. I, I've noticed that with some bands though, like Radiohead, they have diehard fans. Yeah, yeah. And I was at Leeds Festival years ago and Radiohead were coming on and I was leaving the crowd because mm. I didn't want to see Radiohead and just not into them. And someone stopped me as I was leaving. He went, where are you going? Radiohead's about to come on. <laughs> and I was like... I'm just moving close to the back. That's all. And he was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And then you ran. Yeah. <laughs> Why did Tom York touch me? Yeah, yeah. Why did he should be on stage. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to play. Yeah, where are you going? Where are you going, Ricky? Yeah. That was a good I impression of him. <laughs> what did you think of Glastonbury, Ricky? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. The thing was, with Glastonbury, people had really hyped it up for me. Like me. So I I think it could never live up to the expectations that I had, mm. but it was amazing. Yeah. But it was as though, like, you know, when people go traveling mm. and they say, oh, you're going to find yourself and become a different person. I felt like that was what was supposed to happen when I went to Glastonbury. Yeah. And I came back and I was just more of a dick than when I went. <laughs> so maybe I did find myself and he's just a twat. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> he just happened to wear flowers in his hand. Exactly. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. I did do glitter beard though. That was a highlight. Did, did, yeah. Everyone How did was that wearing go? glitter this year. Yeah. Glitter beard's the best. Yeah. The best. Have you seen that glitter booty thing that's going on at the moment? No. no. Oh, wait, no, I have. Girls put glitter on their ass, like rather than wearing clothes or something. Oh, well, okay. I yeah. thought you just meant like they put glitter on their ass and then put like trousers on. <laughs> yeah, that's what they did. They just cover yeah. it up. Man. It's just so they can feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. that's no, not... they just want to feel close to a glitter. No, no, they yeah. like, they, they cover their ass in glitter. I was doing research for the podcast. Yeah. That's how I found this. We, yeah, we've got an episode coming up on it. That's yeah. what's happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Glitter ass review. My hairy ass. It'll look like a glitter beard still. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's horrible. Image. Did you actually see anyone do that at Glastonbury? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Oh. I saw glitter tits at Glastonbury. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. How's she doing? She's great. <laughs> glitter tits. It's classic glitter tits. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't like fully out? Yeah. Yeah, like just glitter, like just instead of wow. like a bra or anything. Wow, I love that. See, what I love about Glastonbury is it's just so different to any other festival that's you true. go to. They, they put so much effort into what goes on in the evening mm. once mm. the acts are finished. Like some of the bars, for example, there was one called Heaven, and you have to give a reason why you should be allowed to enter Heaven. Oh, that's quite clever. Which I, yeah. it's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, Shangri-La, which changes mm. its like theme like every year, mm-hmm. which is quite nice. Like a good way of doing it. It's, it can be difficult with how busy it is and stuff. I mean, some people go and don't even watch bands at Glastonbury. They go just for the, for the other thing, experience. Yeah. But yeah. there is so much that's happening. You can yeah. just kind of wander off, yeah. take mind altering drugs and maybe find yourself. <laughs> and maybe it's a twat. That's fine. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can live with that. And the thing with Glastonbury I find really interesting is that um, they don't pay the bands that much. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? Um, so like like I said, uh, Libertine's got 250000 each uh, yeah. for Ren and Leeds. I don't know the amount they pay them at Glastonbury, but yeah, it's yeah. a lot less. Less, okay. Because they don't make as much money from it. Okay. So Glastonbury, like Michael and Emily Evis, actually don't make any any money. They give most of it to charity. Okay. They pay yeah. the bands. And if you think they've got like hundreds of stages, yeah, yeah. even from the smallest to the biggest, mm-hmm. they need to book all these acts and mm. sort that out. Um, yeah, so you just don't really pay them as much. Some people find it quite frustrating. Yeah. I think but I guess at the end of the day, if they're going to give the money to charity, 
it's a commendable thing to do. So. Yeah, and also if you're playing on the pyramid stage, yeah. if you're headlining, then your album sales are most likely to go up. Yeah, so I was going to say that. It's like, say if I was in a band and they said you can play on you know, the pyramid stage, yeah. main stage Glastonbury, but I'm not going to pay you anything. Yeah. I would still do it yeah. because the amount of people who will see you and as you said, your, your album sales are definitely going to go up. And it's, a re- it's got a reputation <laughs> for being like one of the greatest festivals in the world. So yeah. people will always like tune in yeah, yeah. to like watch it. Mm. Uh, but there has been a bit of contention because uh, Fleetwood Mac are the band that people really want to see. Yeah. I really want to see. I'd love to see them. Yeah, I would as well. Yeah. I mean, because when you see him Fleetwood Mac anyway, you're paying mm. like from £60, I think mm. is the minimum. Like, and that's like, in the heavens, yeah, yeah, uh, up to like two, probably two hundred quid, even more. Well, so people want to see them at Glastonbury because you kind of do get a bag and you pay two hundred pounds for a ticket. You see all these bands, yeah, yeah. Mm. But Fleetwood Mac have never played, and they played Isle of Wight the year people thought they were going to play Glastonbury yeah. because yeah. they paid them like a million pounds. Oh, yeah. Do you remember I, when we saw Kanye West, James? I do. At Glastonbury. At Glastonbury. One of the greatest yeah. moments of my life. I would probably never pay to see Kanye West. Yeah. But I going to Glastonbury, I had the chance. And you're right, you kind of get to see these people and acts that you wouldn't usually... Normally see. Yeah. And even, like, what Glastonbury's really good for is having this Sunday slot where they do like a... They get like an old legend in. So mm, when mm. the three years I've been... So it was uh, Dolly Parton the first year. Wow. Lionel Richie the other year, which wow. is great. I and then this year was uh, Barry Gibb. From the Bee Gees. Oh. Which I didn't actually watch, but the mm. year before was like uh, ELO, Electrolyte Culture. Like they'd get yeah, really yeah. great people in. That's and you'd be cool, paying yeah. loads to see some Yeah, see them normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about Jeremy Corbyn headlining Glastonbury James? Well, you know, he played his uh, classic set, Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> uh, for the many, not the few, you know. But, but yeah. because... That's, the only thing is, he just plays the hits now. Yeah. yeah. And I guess it's a festival. Give me something fresh, Jez. Exactly, Jez. You've been doing this for years now. Write something new. Yeah, you still play all the classics, like Drop It Like It's Hot. Bohemian Rhapsody. And uh, James Blunt, you're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you're beautiful. <laughs> Imagine. Do you think he crowd surfs? Um, yeah, I, I think he did. I think he uh, shoved up two fingers to the establishment. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, James, you, you said something really interesting the other day about Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, yeah. Um, he drew the second biggest crowd Glastonbury's ever had after the Rolling Stones. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you think he, he'll go to number one in the charts now? Well... Well, his great, his greatest hits. Yeah, uh, it's, well, he's already written some amazing songs. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool nowadays how easy it is for us to like, access music yeah absolutely it's something we probably take for granted and we don't really think about it but i mean we grew up with cassette tapes we didn't have cds when we yeah. were little mm. and then we definitely didn't have streaming music so we've experienced quite a lot of the different changes yeah one of my first memories of like listening to music is having a cassette tape dancing to five six seven eight by steps, steps. <laughs> nice <laughs> nice <laughs> Yeah, you know what's funny about those? Though? The um, Do you remember Walkmans came along? The CD Walkmans. Yeah, yes. CD Walkmans. We and all had one. Yeah, before that, CDs were for you, like your car or your computer or you'd have like a big boombox. Yeah. But then Walkmans came along so you could listen to music on the move while you're walking. But you'd have to hold it like it's a, a plate of soup or something. <laughs> like you weren't allowed to spill it. Otherwise, the CD would skip if you just moved the Walkman very slightly. So everyone was walking around like they were robots. <laughs> it's crazy how much technology we've gone through, like cassette tapes, CDs, and now MP3s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't really think about it while it was happening. You just kind of go with the flow. Don't yeah, you? but do you think when they first someone came up with the iPod? Yeah, like they're just like this is mental. Like, well, like, it's never gonna work. You must have heard about Sir Alan Sugar said that the iPod would never catch on. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, why? It's such. It seems like such an obvious thing. Obviously, it's, it's dying out now. Yeah, the iPod. But I think because we're so used to it, mm. the idea of it, like we grew mm. up with it. It's easy for us to, and we're because yeah. we've adapted with technology so easily. It's easy mm. for us to go. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, but yeah. when you've kind of come from physical things they've obviously gone no it's not going to work exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and I think maybe that kind of relates to uh, things to do with like album artwork and mm. stuff they kind of go well if you can't see it if you can't physically hold it then it might not yeah. mean as much yeah. yeah yeah so I get yeah I guess you're right obviously vinyl 
People, well, vinyls have come, taken a comeback now, haven't they? People seem to like yeah. vinyls. Yeah, because people still do like to have that physical. Like, it's, it, yeah, mm, it's crazy because a lot of young people are doing it as well, and it's an it's almost the nostalgia of something that they didn't really experience. Yeah. Yeah. This or, might be me being a bit stupid, but yeah. I feel like a lot of young people buy it because it's cool. Yeah, yeah well, no, no, I, no. I I have vinyls because it's cool. Because <laughs> you have a vinyl player, though, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. I in second year on my birthday, my housemates all bought me a vinyl player, yeah, which was great. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's really I'm nice just, of them. I only go and buy them in charity shops. So, you know, and the difference is, you play that. vinyls, whereas a lot mm. of people will just buy them for like yeah, so having they're a actually vinyl, sitting yeah. down and listening to the song by putting it on, yeah. you know, doing the effort. There's something in that. But yeah. I like having the vinyl because I like the artwork. Mm. I like having it as like a, it is a piece of art. So yeah, you have the vinyl because it adds something yeah, to the music. Yeah. That's why. So you don't just have it because it's another method of listening to music. Yeah, yeah. You have it because the album artwork, I assume, that goes with it yeah. affects how you feel about the music. It is, it's nice to listen to vinyl sometimes, like especially old vinyl. I've got mm. like a Fleetwood Mac Rumours, which mm. crackles when you play it, which oh, I quite well, like. That's quite cool. Yeah. But it's yeah. frustrating that you can't flip it where you have to flip it well supposedly vinyls uh, are higher quality than mp3s yeah I think Ah. it's meant to everyone says it sounds better yeah Um, but now you can get like certain like lossless formats which will be like Mm. almost exactly the same yeah yeah. I assume it's something to do with when it converts from the formats from digital and all that stuff yeah yeah I think so yeah. I think it's cool that we do listen to as much music as we do, like genre-wise, mm, mm. Uh, that we can just easily access it. So like yeah. back in the day, like my mum or like our parents, they, yeah. they'd have mm. to go out and they'd only hear what they heard on the radio or maybe what their friends had given them or what they yeah. in the shops. Yeah. They couldn't mm. necessarily be open to as much music as we are. Yeah, because yeah. I remember talking to one of my uncle's friends and uh, he said at their school the white kids would listen to things like ABBA and stuff like that. <laughs> and then the black kids listened to rap music. ABBA and, and rap. <laughs> the thing that the weird thing was is earth, wind and fire was the only thing that they both listened to. Really? So yeah, at like school dances, they would play earth, wind and fire because they were the only things that both the races would listen to. <laughs> that is interesting. What school did you go to? <laughs> I, my uncle's oh, friend. All yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, right. <laughs> It's just interesting how things like that cro- do cross over. Yeah, yeah. The rare, there is that kind of commercial mm, mm. bands every now and then, but there was this whole like mod rocker thing as well in the yeah. like sixties, seventies, seventies. Yeah, like the Who and Rolling Stones, or even mm. one or the other. There wasn't really this. You couldn't really like both. It wasn't cool to like mm. both. Whereas now people have kind of relaxed a lot more. It's yeah. not. But I think because we can access all this different music now, you're not dictated by what's on TV or what's on the radio anymore. So you don't have this feeling of, I have to be one thing or the other. Mm. Because there's so many options now, you can't afford to be one thing or the other. And I think it's making bands like risk more, more interesting because they're getting all these kind of different Mm. genres and Mm. people listening to hip hop, dance and Mm. putting it all together. And I think that's what's really exciting. Yeah. Keep hearing these like sound bites on uh, like radio or articles saying that like guitar music is dying, which really pisses me off. Yeah. I don't think there's any real basis to it. Yeah. It it just seems to be a cool thing to say. There's no, there's no rock bands Mm. anymore. No, they're just, they've evolved. Yeah, exactly. Different type of music. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I think at the same time, I don't think rock is a mainstream as it used to be. So, for instance, yeah. when we were little, Red Hot Chili Peppers were in the charts, and nowadays that wouldn't that, really happen. Yeah, just, that just seems yeah. crazy, doesn't it, yeah. to think? Different, I mean, Arctic Monkeys are a chart mm. band, everyone. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. But I, th- I feel like they are a different type of rock nowadays. Yeah, they're more indie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is, that's just the way things evolve, isn't yeah. it? It's just, mm. like, obviously, in the yeah. 90s, you had grunge that kind of just catapulted. In the mm. 60s, you had punk that kind of just set fire mm. to the way that people... But what, what, what I'm trying to get at is I don't think rock is fashionable. Okay. I think that's the issue nowadays, and that's why it's easy to say things like guitarists are dying yeah, out, yeah, you, know? yeah, yeah. you shouldn't play yeah. guitar anymore. Because house music's massive now, yeah. so you don't even need to know how to play an instrument to make songs anymore. Mm. Well, I call them songs. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's quite interesting as well, that um, people are more likely, like, labels more like to sign DJs uh, than bands these days because DJs cost so much less money. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you can just put them in a venue and all they need is 
sometimes just an iPad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> See, they've cut down on my three people in the band, just one guy now. <laughs> That's clever. Just right. you and an iPod. That's what I need to do. I just re- pre-record all the music. And <laughs> I just go and put the iPod on when we play. It works for David Gare. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But I think rap seems to have done like really well for itself in the sense that it kind of keeps evolving. Mm, mm. I did see a thing someone said that they think uh, rap's the one like true kind of genre that will keep evolving. Yeah. Itself. Where did it come from? Where did it start? It originated in like the late seventies, eighties in New York uh, in the projects because you had like punk happening yeah. at the same time. Mm. Uh, New York Dolls, all these yeah. white guys on stage singing about their problems, <laughs> and then guys started like DJing uh, just because it was something to do for like street parties. Mm. And then they needed hype men. Yeah. They had MCs, and then they started like coming up with poems and raps and rhymes. Okay, so you started off with Grand yeah. uh, Grandmaster Flash, Grandmaster Melly Mal, mm. and then you started to originate into hip hop. And it was just a really interesting way of them expressing themselves because mm, obviously yeah. slavery has ended, but it's just people aren't happy with their situations. Mm, yeah. being bogged down in these projects where all these affluent white people are looking down on them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was just a way for them to express themselves. And it still is. Yeah. And that's why I think it is such an important genre of music to yeah. keep evolving, to people mm. keep going back to this idea that although they are free people, they're still being fucking put down by yeah, yeah yeah and as you said though um as it's a developed it has changed and i feel like a lot of old rappers like a biggie was still around and tupac mm. if they looked at what rappers were doing now in the mainstream they'd probably be disgusted by some of it and i don't know i'm not speaking on their behalf <laughs> <laughs> but they rapped about real things mm. whereas now rap songs can be like I'm in the club and I'm getting drinks with the bitches it's cool <laughs> bitches love my dick because I'm rich <laughs> <laughs> that's Ricky's hit single yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bitches love my dick because I'm cool of his new album um, yeah they. I mean the thing with Biggie and Tupac as well is that they were gangster rap they yeah. kind of mm. Yeah, so I guess a specific genre, yeah. Yeah, like, it, like, this is the thing, in such a small period of time, you had, like, the 80s where people were just kind of, like, rapping on uh, jazz beats, like, mm. uh, Tribe Called Quest. Mm. They kind of took this idea um, of, like, being African and being yeah. proud to be mm. black. And the motherland, and they were part of this group, like, De La Soul. Yeah. They all kind of came together and really tried to access this heritage. Mm. And then you had people going into the 90s like Biggie, Tupac, Jay-Z that were into gangster rap. Yeah, yeah. Who were rapping about their problems. Mm. But the problem is the more famous you get, the, the less, less that becomes relevant. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same with bands in that sense as well. But it's like Jay-Z yeah. who kind of came from just after Biggie. Mm. He can only rap about what he knows now, which isn't about... Oh, he has 99 problems, yeah, and the bitch ain't one. Apart from now, he probably does sing that song again. (laughs) Well, I now respect rap a lot more. I I think real rap, because I I can kind of see the theme. It's always based on a concept or something that's happened to these people. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you could say rock music could just be about anything. Yeah, yeah. But it's difficult because if you're a band and you're brought up in England and you have a good background... Mm. You're going to have to lie if you want to get messages across like that. Mm. Unless you're talking about something that's irrelevant from your actual life. Whereas these rappers were just talking about what happened to them. And yeah. a lot of the time it was the only way that they could get out of the situation they mm. were in is to rap. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. And there's so much, still so much like hate crime in America. Mm. It's so different to here that you just don't, it's, it can't even fathom like yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like to grow up in these situations dealing with all this poverty and stuff mm. and I think for me that's why uh, Kendrick Lamar is probably one of the most important rappers mm. that's around mm. at the moment yeah. you talk about like real rap I guess you're saying instead of like uh, Drake and chart rappers yeah, and, yeah. Stuff. <laughs> and Kendrick Lamar is a really interesting case because he is like a chart rapper in the yeah. sense that he yeah. can get number one albums yeah, yeah. and um, he's consistently considered one of the greatest rappers alive mm. and yet can still tracks with Taylor Swift and Maroon 5 <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. quite odd the, the, thing, the thing is you have to be economically smart as well and he knows that's going to make him a fuckload of money yeah. if he does those songs with them yeah. so, collaborating with the right yeah. people and his uh, his rap even though he's so famous now he, he approaches it at a different angle because he doesn't say this is what my life is he says this is what my life was and this is what people are still experiencing so he doesn't lie in his rap about oh you know I'm still in the projects fighting yeah. you know, and stuff 
So it's still relevant. And he he tries to see it from like the point of view of people looking at him as this like rap savior. Exactly. Yeah. And stuff, yeah. which is really interesting because he's bringing it back as an art form, mm. which kind of got lost a little bit, I think, around mm. in certain aspects. I mean, Kanye West does it in his production, and mm. um, using like little gems of songs you wouldn't necessarily know. Yeah. You see, I really like that about Kanye West yeah. sampling the right song mm. and that's because he's a music lover and I think mm. that's what's really interesting about hip hop and rap is samples are such an interesting mm. like mm. game to get into yeah, I mean, yeah. they samples all came about because of the DJs they just have yeah. two songs together and they just start yeah, makes mixing some, it together yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's interesting about samples as well is that De La Soul released an album um, that now can't be put online apparently because it's got so many samples that when they signed the sample release yeah. it was only for physical copies Really? Yeah. It says in the contract yeah. all the things because they never thought there was going to be anything but physical copies. Okay, yeah. Because it's yeah, like yeah. the yeah. late 80s so now yeah. they can't release it without having to do a new contract and wow. sign in. And obviously at the time people didn't think samples were going to be a big thing. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. gave it away for pretty much nothing. That's funny. Yeah. Whereas now samples will cost you fucking loads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I guess that's the thing. As, as songs become more famous and they have samples in them then the cost of samples, yeah, will go up as well, yeah. But now it's so important to get the right samples, mm. it just kind of... How does it work? Can you just pick a song and sample it and hope for the best? <laughs> no, but that's the thing, you have to... You, can you pick... have to reach out to the owner of the original so, song. And... Yeah, so you can pick a song and think sometimes as well, it might not necessarily be the band that owned the yeah. rights, it could be the label that owns the rights, or like in... Um, it might be slightly different with royalties, but I know... Uh, Paul McCartney uh, once had a famous chat with Michael Jackson mm-hmm. where he said one of the best things you can do is to buy songs. By the yeah. way, songs get loads of royalties because at this point, the Beatles had struggled with the royalty rights. Okay. So Paul McCartney was trying to buy a lot of the Beatles ones back. From Michael? And, no, and Michael Jackson went out and bought the Beatles. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, so Michael was out and he's like, hey guys, I want to, you know, get the Beatles songs. <laughs> 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 yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Paul McCartney was furious that he had that conversation. Did Paul not him? go see him about it? I think he's trying to get him back now, I don't know. From Michael? Oh, well, Michael's right. dead now. From so Michael. if he's trying to get him from yeah. Michael, that might be difficult. Get him from his cold, dead hands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he had massive hands, though. Yeah, he, did he? Yeah. That's where he put did all the samples. He's like, this is going to sound rude, but he looked like a transvestite because he kind of looked like a like a woman, but he had these huge <laughs> hands. <laughs> I watched a Michael Jackson fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the Michael Jackson lovers out there. That's, what, that's why he wore the glove. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at my hands <laughs> my hands are so big Tito don't look at my hands Tito <laughs> you can look at your mate not yeah. Tito I'm going to buy some Beatle records <laughs> I'm going to hide my hands get out of here Michael <laughs> <laughs> get out <laughs> Now it's time for our frequently asked questions. So this first yeah. one comes from Frank Grimes from Springfield, oh. and he asks, "What song would you strip to, and why?" <laughs> okay, uh, good, I'm a good bit question. worried about why he wants to do it. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Yeah, that's yeah. a good question. What about yeah. you, Chris? Um, yeah. Me, I. I would probably choose okay, Joan Jet. I love rock and roll. <laughs> okay, why? Why? It's just a bit sexy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> can't, as can't, as yeah. opposed to my alternative, which would be Coldplay. Fix you. <laughs> is, is that a bit sexy? Uh, no, it's very sad. Over <laughs> <laughs> the saddest strip tease. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty sad for everyone. <laughs> Um, so but it's a very niche market and, and growing <laughs> harrowing for the person yeah. what's, what's, what's a niche market sad stripping <laughs> yeah. you're you crying while taking your clothes off <laughs> <laughs> or you're deadly serious and they're crying <laughs> yeah. what about you guys I don't know just pour some sugar on me <laughs> Jeff Leopard yeah. yeah that's fair but, enough yeah. I mean, that makes sense yeah, yeah. I'd love to see that. get a big bag of sugar as well <laughs> and actually really, pour really it on you it. Oh, that's good that's good so you take it from another album oh, yeah. Like yeah. that's good um, I'd probably go I don't know, probably something by Marvin Gaye or something. <laughs> would you not be thinking of your dad <laughs> yeah I know that's getting uh, weird no not Daddy. Marvin Gaye no. not Marvin Gaye <laughs> Daddy <laughs> stop making me strip tease for you this is oh, weird God. Quake themed striptease. <laughs> 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 the, the sound of death and Marvin Gaye. Sex. 
Well. So the second question. Second question. Uh, comes from uh, Susan Boyle. Uh, oh, Sue Bo. Yeah, yeah. Sue Bo. Susie B. Huge fan. And she says, if you could see one artist or band that no longer are around, who would it be? That's a good question. Yeah, that's a really good question. Mm. Um, so for me, I mean, there's so many people out there, maybe Elvis, yeah, Johnny yeah. Cash, yeah, um, yeah. the Rolling Stones. Yeah. But fuck it, I would go for the Pizza Underground just <laughs> to see them finish the full set. <laughs> I mean, bearing in mind, they left on the last song. Yeah. Just an extra 30 seconds. Yeah, but he needed that. <laughs> Chris needed that extra 30 seconds. You mean, you've yeah. got to use it wisely. Exactly. You get one. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe Macaulay Culkin would have done it again if that lady who came to my first gig came up to him and went, you know what, you played percussion great at that gig. Yeah. Really powerful percussionist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I might be David Bowie, just for the, yeah. the lols. Yeah, well, the lols incredible. That would be so yeah. good, yeah. Yeah. Just, I love seeing a man dressed as a woman. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. enough though. He was good. At I've, it. I've noticed that about you, James. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in the mirror, dressed as a woman. What about you, Ricky? Uh, Lost profits. <laughs> okay, uh, I think that's, that's all we've got time for. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, yeah. I think we'll call it there, then, guys. <laughs> and uh, just finally, we have a word from our sponsor, uh, Wikipedia, and they bring us this fact today. In most cases, your favourite song is your favourite song because it's your favourite song. <laughs> it's a great you fact. know what? That is very true. Yeah, I, 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 I think I always thought that. Yeah. Though. Why is this yeah. your favourite song? It's just my favourite. My favourite song. Learned yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot. Wikipedia. Thank you. I love how they always get it so right. I just so bang on dead on. Yeah. Uh, like, if I ever need any any factual information, it's the first place I go. Wikipedia.com slash org.uk. When I'm writing all of my essays and yeah. uh, articles, yeah. always go to Wikipedia. Mm. Which is weird because you work in a bar, so I don't yeah. know why you're writing all these mm. essays. But... About being in a bar. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well, guys, thank you very much for listening to this first podcast of the season. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, let us know what you think. Like, share, subscribe on all the relevant platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. And it's goodbye from me, James. It's goodbye from me, Ricky. And goodbye from me, Chris. And goodbye from me, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Get out. We told you to leave. <laughs> we let you back in. I can't stop it. <laughs> you can't stop me. <laughs>